Welcome to the VL Tourism Podcast, and I'm Kwaji Benton Williams. The VL Tourism Podcast is dedicated to Africa's travel and tourism industry, where leaders from the private and public sectors get to talk to us. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and wherever I get your podcasts. In today's episode, from the beautiful city of Samarkand in Uzbekistan, I sat down with Anita Mendirata on her new book titled, the call to leadership, unlocking the leader within in times of crisis. In a sneak peek, the special advisor to UNWTO Secretary General said, whether it's a personal crisis or a pandemic, we all need to know how to get through the hard- hardest of times. So can you tell me about this, this historic day yesterday? of the book, exactly what the genesis of this and how you came to a decision to produce something that brings leadership together, uh, obviously not just uh, tourism, but in this particular instance, I've seen a lot of tourism leaders in the book. Take us through exactly what was, uh, what uh, inspired you to put this book together. Thank you, and, and, and thank you for being a part of yesterday, because it was a, it was a very, very special day. The backstory is as simple as this. When, when COVID started and the world was shutting down, regardless of what industry we were in, we were all in a state of panic and all in a state of confusion as to what was happening. And you suddenly start, see, start seeing borders and skies completely shut and we're all grounded, we're all locked in. And my belief, Kojo, is that I don't believe Mother Nature did it randomly. There had to be a reason. Like It's almost one of the situations where it was so hurtful, there had to be a reason. It couldn't be random. And so... I've always held that as the essence of what are, what are we taking, you know, why is this happening? And then as the world started shutting down, I, like you, saw leaders around us, some of them just step up. They instinctively just yes. like little superheroes put on their capes and others stepped out. And there are many leaders we didn't see for months. And that's, that was fine. That was their immediate response. But I knew there was something behind their response. I knew the brave people, the Willie Walshes, the Secretary General, Puneet Chutwal from IHCL, Julia Simpson, Marlos from um, Curtin Hospitality, Kamali Fernando, so many people you know. They just stepped up. They were tireless. They were on every webinar doing everything they could. And I thought, there's something behind that. There's something fueling their courage that's bigger. And we need to learn from that because whether it's a personal crisis or it's a pandemic, we all need to know how to get through the hardest of times. And so in beginning of 2022, I thought, this is what I want to write about. I want to understand what is it that makes these leaders heroic. But more importantly, I'll be quite honest to you, Kajo, I wanted to say thank you because as the world got comfortable with the crisis, we forgot how hard people were working to keep us safe. We forgot the tireless calls and the work that Honorable Minister Balala was doing, for instance. And I thought, we need to say thank you. Because as the world started opening up, we all started getting all excited about travel and we're traveling again and we're doing this. Millions of lives and livelihoods were lost. Millions. We can't forget that. And so I thought, if this book simply thanks the leaders around us for protecting us, I'm happy. So that was the genesis of the idea, and I reached out to 25 leaders that I know personally, because I wanted to interview them very personally, and normally you're lucky if you get a 50% yes rate. I had over 80% say yes to me. 
And what was magic about that? So many people like Ronnie Rod from CNN, who you know, all the people in the book, I know you know, they've never revealed to their own people the suffering they went through, the hardship they went through. They were just wanting to lead their people through it. And so one of the questions I ask in the book at the very end is, why did you say yes? You've done hundreds of interviews during COVID. Why did you say yes to this one? Everyone had something to say. Because I could ask you for two years, Kojo, how's everything with the events? How's your photography business going? How's your journalism? Did anyone stop and actually say, Kojo, how are you? None of these leaders had had that happen. And they knew that's why I was asking. And so they told their story. They told the most intimate, personal story of their leadership journey. And from that, I took the learnings that will make us all stronger. Now, I mean, Greg, you've, you've, you've dealt and you've uh, spoken with these tourism leaders for years. And from what they told you, obviously, some step up to the plates, some were a bit, you know, it took some time before. But if you, if you have to put everything together, uh, around, uh, you know, particularly on tourism, do you think that uh, they also offered some hope for the sector in terms of the policies and not just what they think, uh, you know, should be done, i.e. working policies? Absolutely. And your questions are very good because you know the sector. I think <laughs> you said something very important up front. This is a book that happens to be about travel and tourism during COVID, but it's not about a book about tourism and COVID. It's just everyone went through COVID. Everyone was grounded, whether you're in the industry, so everyone can relate to it. But I think what's important is what you're saying in the question. We went into 2020 all confident about the roaring 20s, and we said that you know tourism is a very integrated, interconnected industry. We learned through the pandemic, we're interdependent. If the airlines don't fly and the airports aren't open, you're not going to get any passengers. You're not going to have anyone in the hotels. The restaurants will be empty. The shops will be closed. It showed how the ecosystem must work together. And this is why what the Secretary General of the UNWTO did, which was so important, as soon as there was trouble, before it was even a pandemic officially, he went to the WHO and said, this is what we need to be careful about. He reached out to ICAO. Everyone around them, all of the leaders immediately recognized with whom they needed to lead and at what time someone else takes the lead. And that was one of the beautiful things that in, a, in any crisis, no one should ever feel alone. It is so important that no one feels alone. And so there are distinct learnings that come out of the book, okay. but whether it's for tourism, policy development, personal relationships, if something goes wrong, what exactly is happening? What can I control? What can't I? Who do I turn to to help? And how can it be better on the other side? Okay. Now, how does it fit in, whether coincidence or beautifully, into the adherence of the code which you saw today? Because, as the Secretary General said, we saw instances and we witnessed instances that people were stranded. No one was coming to the end. There's, a, there's an adage or there's a proverb or there's a saying that people remember uh, those who, can, who, who comes to their aid in the most difficult you know, time. If you put the question together around that and then you look at around what is the tourism industry itself uh, you know, 
uh, you know, preparing in the event that we have a similar case? Have we learned a lot or are we still... I believe yes. so, um, because I believe, firstly, those who instinctively as businesses help, we are now aware of. So even though 16,000 aircraft were commercially grounded during COVID, almost 6 million people were stranded when borders shut. The airlines had to repatriate them. So there's this, this SOS force that went out and, yes. and helped. Graven Tolman from the Travel Corporation, they had thousands of people on tours. When the borders were shutting, they had to bring them home. So we've learned from how to solve when people are in trouble. And so before COVID, consumer protection would have been, if your flight's delayed for six hours, do you get a meal voucher? Now it's, if a border is shut, how do we take care of our people? And importantly, it's not just the industry, travelers are demanding it. And that they're going to invest in you as an airline, as a hotel, as a tour company. What are you going to do for me if things go wrong? And it's a very active conversation now. So I do believe we've learned, because importantly, even though we're in the industry, we're also travelers. We also got stuck. We also got COVID when we were on the road. So we know how scary it is. That scariness has been the best source of intelligence on how to fix going forward. Where can one get the book and how can, apart from generously... You just ask me lovingly. Thank you. Where can someone, you know, uh, get the book to buy in the online order or something? Can you? We've made it very easy. Um, You can just ask me. I'm very happy. Um, But it is on Amazon. It's on Amazon in hardcover, paperback, ebook, and an audiobook. Oh, wow. Uh, So I spent 21 hours in a studio reading the entire manuscript. I cried a great deal. 21 hours. Because it's, it's, if it, the book is going to be honest, it had to be my voice. And it was a blessing to do. It was an absolute blessing. So the options are there. Easy squeezy. It's the, the call to leadership on Amazon.com and you can get it around the world. And I wish you the best. Thank you. And Kojo, thank you for, you have been a really powerful force. Thank you. Thank you as well. Thank you. And have a good evening. Thank you Enjoy very much. And we'll see you somewhere in the world. <laughs> of course. <laughs> We're in the world. Thank you.